Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Welcome to MLB.com Extras Blue Jays Edition. I'm Britt Giroli, here with BlueJays.com reporter Gregor Chisholm. Gregor, what's up? How are you? Doing great. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So, obviously, now as we get a little bit closer to December, the big thing is going to be the winter meetings coming up in Vegas. Um, There's a little bit of a a roster crunch that always happens with teams. You start to see guys kind of get protected, added to that 40-man in advance of the Rule 5 draft. The Blue Jays in particular have an interesting scenario with a couple of guys. Kind of take us through who maybe could be left off and and who you think they're going to protect so that other teams can't claim them in that Rule 5 draft. Yeah, I mean, I guess this is a a problem that a lot of kind of rebuilding teams run into is that, you know, the Jays have a lot of prospects who are on their way up through the system right now and and are on that bubble of of about to break into the major leagues. And the problem is, is when you have such a large number of them at the same time, uh, you just don't have room for them all. So uh, the Jays have a number of spots in their 40-man roster open right now. They, they they do have spots to protect four or five prospects, but the question is, you know, how many are they actually going to be able to allocate spots for for those guys? Because uh, they're going to have to sign some big leaguers, uh, trade for some big leaguers as well. They can't have a 40-man roster filled with just prospects. There's going to they're going to need some veteran guys as well, and so they're going to have some really tough decisions here. I mean, there's there's a group of about 10 prospects. Um, who who would be candidates to be taken in the Rule 5 draft. And there's a very real uh, risk and possibility that the Jays are going to lose somebody in the Rule 5 for the first time in, in quite a while. So I, I think you're looking at guys like Patrick Murphy, who's who's a top prospect for them, who basically is guaranteed of, of being added to that 40-man roster. Uh, and then you've got some really interesting bubble candidates like a, a Jordan Romero, uh, who was eligible last year, but he's now one step closer to the big leagues, didn't have quite the season he wanted to have in 2018. Um, and while he's coming up as a starter, uh, the thing that really intrigues people about the, the Rule 5 is you can take some of those minor league starters and just stash them in the bullpen for a year. I mean, the Blue Jays did that with Joe Biagini a couple of years ago, uh, worked out for one year, and that's kind of had some mixed success since then. Um, but it's a really easy way to go ahead and do that. And so, uh, you know, to me, Jordan Romero is probably a, a big guy who who could be at risk. But there's a, there's a lot of other players on that list, too. I mean, Hector Perez, uh, Forrest Wall, uh, Corey Copping. I mean, the list kind of goes on and on. And, and even a former catching prospect like a Max Pentecost, if for a team who's really looking for catching depth, he seems to be a bit of a dark horse to me. I think he'll probably get through. Uh, but it just goes to show, I mean, you really go one through ten 
there's a real realistic chance that uh, in early December, uh, at least one of those guys um, is going to have to go to another team because there's just simply not room for them all in the 40-man roster. And speaking of prospects, it's not a Blue Jays podcast without mentioning Vlad Guerrero Jr., uh, one of the top prospects in baseball, certainly someone the Blue Jays are counting on for many years to come. Uh, he just wrapped up that that time in the Arizona Fall League. Gregor, I mean, can this guy do anything more to continue to up his stock? How, how did it go for him? And is he a guy who we're basically going to be talking about um, till the end of time here? Yeah, I really, I really do think so. And I mean, our Jonathan Mayo uh, earlier this week picked uh, Vladimir Guerrero as, as an early candidate for for the Rookie of the Year next year. And and I think those are the level of expectations he's gonna he's gonna have. I mean, he's not gonna be up here in early April because they're gonna try and get the extra year of service control. Uh, but once he's up, uh, that's the type of elite talent that you're talking about. And uh, really, the Arizona Fall League was was just more of the same. I, I mean, his numbers were eye popping. It was video game numbers at the plate as it always is. Um, you know, I, I think something that has impressed a little bit more in the second half of the season, and it did carry over into the AFL, is some improved defense, which, which is something that they're really uh, looking for. I mean, there's there's no questioning the bat. Um, the only question about Vladimir Guerrero is is the base running and the defense, and, and we saw both of those elements on display uh, in the Arizona Fall League. So he wrapped up a few days early just because he had a family matter to attend to uh, back in the Dominican, so his AFL is over. But uh, really, it just reaffirmed uh, what the Blue Jays knew about him all along and extends his season a little bit as well. He's going to have a bit of an abbreviated offseason uh, this year, but that's good for him too because he's at that age where you just want him playing uh, as much as possible. And uh, the time for, for Vladimir Guerrero is here really now for this organization. And that that's a good thing because uh, the Jays, as much as they struggled last year, it was really the transition year where, uh, you know, we didn't see a lot of the, the big name prospects from that team come up until September. Uh, this upcoming year is going to be a bit of a different story. It's going to be a lot earlier. Uh, and Vladimir Guerrero is going to be part of that early wave. Yeah, certainly an exciting time for Blue Jays fans once he finally does come up and make that debut. Um, you look at this Blue Jays team, Gregor, and you know Ross Atkins kind of has emphasized the need to acquire pitching this offseason. And, you know, he kind of left the GM meetings saying that there's, quote, a few balls in the air um, in terms of the Jays making a move. Uh, what do you think they're going to do first? And are there candidates out there, are there guys out there who you think could be uh, a potential fit on this roster? Yeah, you know, I, I think they're really going to spend – and I think they have spent the, the first couple of weeks of this offseason. I think it's going to continue in the two weeks leading into the, the winter meetings is is really exploring that trade market. I, I think they're basically at this point with free agency, they're just monitoring uh, everything and, and getting a feel of, of what guys are going to cost. Uh, but I think it's the trade market that they want to explore early. And it's because they've got some secondary pieces around the infield that, that they can flip to another team, whether it's an Alebis Diaz uh, or maybe even a guy like a Devin Travis. Um, they have some depth that they can deal. Uh, you're probably not going. You're, you're definitely not going to get, uh, a, you know, a, fr- a front to midline starter for that. But you might be able to get a, a back piece of the bullpen. It's possible, um, and even more likely, you might be able to get a piece for the bullpen. And so, I, I think they're going to try and fill a, a hole or two uh, that way. And then I think they're going to circle back to free agency and, and then fill uh, the remaining holes from there. It's, it seems like that the trend the last few years in Major League Baseball has really been 
the trade market kind of unfolds a little bit bit before free agency. And, and Atkins at the um, GM meetings earlier this month was was basically saying that his expectation is that again. So I think they really want to take stock of what they have inside and, and what type of value they can get for it. Uh, and then they're going to open it up and, and be a little bit more external after that. And, you know, who they target? I mean, they need so much pitching. Uh, they're going to be in on just about any anybody and everybody uh, this offseason that, that's not one of the top big names. I mean, they're not going to be in on any of the big name uh, free agents with, with the possible exception of Jay Happ. I think he's the one big name that, that, might, um, that might be of some interest. Um, but other than that, you're really looking at, at the mid to, to lower level guys that the Jays believe that there's a bit of an upside play. And, you know, the same could be said for the trade market. And it's going to be interesting to see in the next couple of weeks, um, you know, what teams put pitching out there on the table. There hasn't been a lot of those mid-level guys that have hit the rumor mill yet. But, uh, you know, I, I think we'll get a, a good feel for that probably uh, a week or so uh, leading into the winter meetings. The Blue Jays' rotation, to me, Gregor, is kind of fascinating, right? Because there's a lot of potential, but then there's a lot of risk. There's not a whole lot of guys with proven track records. Is that what makes it more important to go out for them and get those veteran guys? Yeah, 100%. I mean, even though this is this is a team that's rebuilding and, and you know, not a lot of people are expecting them to contend next year, you, you still would like to have a little bit more certainty there. Uh, I mean, the upside is, is clearly there. I mean, with, with Marcus Stroman and Aaron Sanchez, and you had Ryan Barucki, who had a heck of a, a second half last year in his rookie season to into the mix. I mean, that's a nice base to work from. The fact that you have two glaring holes after that um, isn't ideal, especially when the guys who are filling in that gaps below are, are probably could use a, still a little bit more seasoning in the minor leagues. So. You, you absolutely need to add one guy if you're the Blue Jays, and, and ideally you add the, the second one as well. And um, it, it, it doesn't have to be that frontline guy. If you're a contending team, it probably would have to be. Um, but for the Blue Jays, they're just looking for for that certainty. Someone, I mean, 200 innings is pretty rare these days, but someone who can who can um, you know realistically eat up about a, a 180 and. And, and someone be who could be reliable to take the ball every every fifth day because I mean let's be honest I mean Aaron Sanchez has barely pitched the last two years he's he's as big of an injury risk as it gets in baseball and uh, and Marcus Stroman um, really has yet to figure out the blister issues that that plagued him as well last year um, it's bothered him for the last two years now and, and 2018 was a bit of a waste season as well for him with with that and, and with the so- shoulder issue so. Um, there, there's, there's risk and there's reward here, but, uh, the Jays no doubt need to add uh, a little bit of veteran certainty to that starting five, just so that, you know, as, as, as cliche as this is, just so the bullpen, doesn't, um, continuously get taxed like it has been in the past. Yeah, certainly something to keep an eye on here over the next few weeks. We'll see what the Blue Jays do to solidify that rotation, uh, for 2019 and beyond. Gregor, thanks for the time, the insight, as always, on this MLB.com Extras podcast. I'm Britt Giroli. That's Gregor Chisholm. Join us again next time.